gentlemen, welcome back to the Off Fit Radio Show. Quick jump. Nice, I got that. Oh, hey, okay. Show number 889. Hmm. I think. It's close. I feel like we've heard 889 yeah. before. Who knows? Tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, on our show is one of our favorite people and the one of the most important people because him and his beautiful wife, Liz... Who runs the whole damn thing? She should be here, not his. I don't yeah, think absolutely. Is. Okay, uh, have supported the show since day one, and I, we cannot thank him enough. But uh, John, since he's got a lot of free time right now, since he used to own Chill Out Cafe, where they roll the fatties. Boom! <laughs> roll the fatties. <laughs> he's got some time on his head, so he likes to study local politics, study local business, see what's going on. So we're going to hear from John tonight talk about some local politics, some local businesses, like what's it like to open up a restaurant here in town? How hard is it? Anyway, all this, he's got a lot to say. So you, you and I, TC, can shut, just shut the hell up. Well, I mean, I, I, having a business across from the former Chill Out Cafe yeah. where they roll a fatty. How many people come in here and say... It's like every other customer. It's like, what happened? What's going on? So I feel like maybe the first segue... Could be Chillout Cafe. Where they roll the fatties. What, John? First off, welcome. Thank to you. The show. Th- th- you thank, you, thank, you, thank you for inviting me. And, and also, I just gotta say thank you for uh, being the, our longest supporter oh. of the Off Loop Radio Show. Ten years, Neil. Yeah. And uh, and and that's that is awesome. That so something. first off, thank you for that. Secondarily, I had so many cups of coffee and burritos <laughs> from the Chill Out. Um, <laughs> I, so I tagged many so times. many stickers I mean, on your one, building. I mean, how many number ones do you have? The number one, number two. Well, I mixed it up. I actually started going for the chicken case or the turkey quesadilla. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkey avocado. Yeah. Yes, yeah, turkey avocado. That thing was the bomb. I mean, that was a big meal. It was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was itself, amazing. Right. Our quesadillas were gigantic quesadillas. Yes. Do you remember that gal that was bicycled here from from England? She remember she came on the show. Yes. Remember that gal? Yeah, last summer. And, she, and I brought her to the out cafe, and she 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 said it. She, I mean, she'd never been to Chillout before. And I said, before you cycle off out of town, she was biking. Bike, was she biking? She was biking the entire... If you can't, from Canada? Yeah, all the way down the So I met her. Right? I met her. And she, we, I bought her a Chillout Cafe. And she goes... And John, she got this giant burrito. It was bigger than her. <laughs> and she goes, this is a private moment. So true. When you sit there... You see, I, had, I had it the other day. I was starving, right? I was just been serving... But tacos morenos, mm, right? Right. Giant burrito. You sat there, looked at it, and go, "Yeah, this is a private moment between well, me and right." In it, it's just great. Yeah. yeah. The Chill Out Cafe was a fixture and pleasure point. Yeah. It, it really was pre-modern coffee shops. You were the coffee and uh, hot food morning. Being being across the street from you for the last fourteen years, the smell of bacon. <laughs> like, thank you for all those years for all that fresh gotta, bacon smell. I want to thank John for I mean, that smell. Yes, yes. I want to thank John because we had the smell of my bacon, not me. <laughs> we had so much fun during COVID. Oh my gosh! We Are said, you kidding fuck me? It, it right? just, we just the music and the fun. And the and the... You would go to Costco, you buy a giant bottle of tequila. Big bottle you of tequila. You got about 12 pieces from Eastside Eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We'd let so many people in. Like, it was, it was 25. 25 people were allowed in. 
and the band was rocking in the, in the, in, back in the garden, and it was just, people went, it was so much fun. We probably had another 75 or 100 <laughs> climbing over the fence, looking at us, yeah, see, you know, uh, getting up on the roof of the yeah. restaurant, looking down at us. Yeah. That's when you were really rocking, man. That was, was like, that was so cool, what you did to uh, to, to to take the people whose whose livelihoods just got crushed, the musicians, you know, and say, I'm I'm gonna create something. And you created just a, uh, such a great environment with music. It was so, and I was I was so so happy to be part of that. It yeah, was so it cool. was fun. We yeah. just got shmammered. Remember oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The tequila. We didn't give a shit. Because it was COVID. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. now. It was. It was then or never. Right. And the more tequila, the less chance you had of getting COVID. Right. We just say, okay, we'll just, we'll just keep inoculating ourselves with this, so yeah. we won't get this. Inoculating. That was a good well, word. Oh. Uh, John, let's back up. Uh, how many years did you have Chill Out Cafe? Oh, t- uh, just about twenty years, man. I took over in two thousand three. So. Twenty years of rolling fatties right here in Pleasure rolling Point. Rolling fatties, love uh, it. Uh, the question I have for you is, I know it was a successful business, but mm. one day you decided that I'm going to lock the door. And I know people watching are curious about that. Uh, what was the, uh, what, what and it, you speak as much as you want, but the situation that arise for you to close a business here in, in the point. What was the thinking behind it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I didn't really actually want to close it. I wanted to, right, because it's iconic. It's been around for a long time. So many people have come to me and said, I raised my, 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 I, I came here when I was in high school and college. I brought my children here when I was this and that. So it was just such a, it, and I got to know everybody in the neighborhood. It was so great. But you know, hey, the county is the county. They do what they do. And um, when did, we- did, Just stop there. Do you think the county was the reason you, you had to shut down? 100%, yeah. I had, I had three people with full price offers to buy it. But the problem was, I didn't have off-street parking. Well, back in 1997, when it opened, you didn't need off-street parking here. If you if you got a use permit for you know a to-go restaurant, which is what we were, 25 people or less to go, which is still to the day I closed, it was like 85 percent of my business, right? 90 percent of my business, really. Only on the weekends it kind of got kind of a little crazy. Um, you know, I didn't need the parking because that's what the use permit was what stood for. But you know this place, you know, expanded, and you know, as we go, all know. But you go, there's plenty of parking around here. It's not right, you see. But so you were grandfathered in for that, but you couldn't sell. I that couldn't sell it because the, perper, the per, person bringing it in would have to upgrade to normal, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to regulation code, and they said, well, you have to have free off-street parking. And I was, well, there's never been off-street parking here. I, the, I'm the, a shack on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and and so you know, several back and forths, and they just said. They just held to their guns. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. If you want to be the reason that I and an iconic restaurant closes down, that's not on me. That's on you. I, I just. It's How not, much does that devalue the worth of the business? Oh, 200 and over that, 200,000. Over that. And so. For those of you just tuning in, we're talking about Chill Out Cafe right here in Pleasure they- Point. Roll the fatties. Greatest tagline ever. Did you come up with that? No, and it's great. This is the greatest story. I got to tell you this story. So one of my dearest friends, and I'll give a shout out to her, her name is Shannon, Shannon Coker. Her dad at the time when I took over was battling cancer. He's since passed on. I loved him. But I go to where he was living. She was in Pleasure Point off of 34th, I think, living in a place. And I'm walking back along the side of the entrance, you know, with my brother-in-law and my wife. And we and, and, and we just bought the business. We're all excited. And we're trying to think of some stuff to do. And all of a sudden, and he goes, comes out to greet us. His name is Stan. Great guy, firefighter for Los Gatos. Awesome guy. And so um, all of a sudden, we hear this clink, clink, clink. And it's rolling. And we're like, what the heck is that? And, he, and his eyes go like this. I know exactly what that is. He turns around and runs away. And we're like, huh? And then these jars of buds 
hit the gutter and blow open and it starts raining buds on us and we're like what Pot? the f-? yeah big, big buds big big colas Ooh. and and my and my brother-in-law who's who, who's Who's a uh, who participates regularly? He just he goes. He's like doing this. He goes. I dreamed of this day. It's rolling, raining colas in his hands. He's grabbing it. It is the funniest freaking story. We laughed for an hour over that. If we roll the fatty, and then it was Shannon's dad. He's like, we're smoking one. He goes, you got, you got, you got. Well, I'm talking. What, what, what kind of tagline do I kind of have? What, what, what should I be doing here? And he goes. We were all the fatties. And I'm like, oh my God, Stan, you nailed it. And that was it. So I can't take credit for it. Right. But I was hanging out with the right people who did. Well, rest in peace, Stan, right? Rest in peace. Wow. What, what, what a great tagline. Because, Neil, over the 10 years that, John, you've been a sponsor of this show, uh-huh. I think I've yelled that tagline. <laughs> every show. Because we, we go over here and go, oh, yeah. No, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Isn't it great? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And what's great about your building is I, I actually was working. At Freeline Design across the street, oh, there. Yeah. Oh. The, the third oldest location they have. And John Brown rolled into town, Family Cycling Center. Why don't you put that down? And, come over here. And John, oh, I'm cool. Oh, yeah. John Brown opened Family Cycling Center in the Chill Out Building. That's right. That's where it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah like '93 or something. Yeah, he moved here straight from right. New York. Yeah, he rolled that. into town driving a Mercury Capri with a 10-speed on the roof, <laughs> and he goes, "I'm going to open a bike shop." When biking wasn't really cool, mountain biking hadn't taken off yet. Right. And he literally opened a 10-speed shop in the Chill Out Building. Wow. And now he's retired off Family Cycling Center and has is living a great life. But I always think of John Brown. And, and what he did there in that building, too, which is so awesome. So that building has such great history. Now, do you know the history of that building? I do know the history of that building. So it was built, I think, in 1941. So it was old construction. And, it, and, and, and then um, it, was a, it was a cobbler shop. Um, and it was... What that is a shoe? Yeah, shoe, yeah. yeah, shoe, yeah. A shoe cobbler yeah. shop in the 50s and 60s. And then it was, um, uh, you know, that little uh, prep kitchen area I had in the back. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a, a massage parlor. Oh. Uh-huh. Back in the seventies when mm-hmm. they had the other stuff going on over here. Cleopatra's next door. Den. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. So, gotcha. So that, that was all connected. Was this Ladies of the Night? It was a massage parlor. Massage. My well, or you could get a cut and blow. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the cut, cut, and, the cut and blow. Cut and blow go. Yeah. So, so that was going on. Did you ever have a cut and blow? No, no. Oh, come on. I you had a cut and no, blow. I worked in the surf shop across the street. So why you had a cut and I used to laugh because I'd see these people that I knew roll up to get their hair cut. Yeah, and rumor has it. What was trying to cut and no, blow? I worked in the surf shop across the street. So why you had a and cut I used to laugh because I'd see these people that I knew roll up to get their hair cut. Yeah, and rumor has it. What was her name? R- the R- guy R- that ran it. Um, the blood. Yeah, 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 that? Uh, um, long time pleasure point. She lives yeah. on, uh, I believe, thirty fourth Avenue. Jeez. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll figure that one out. Okay. But rumor has it that the guy who owned the massage parlor over here at my place uh, was also the the booking agent for the massage parlor over here. So he kind of oh. ran the show in the in the, in the early late sixties, early seventies, mid seventies. And what we're talking about during that time is in that one little hundred feet of Pleasure Point, there was three massage parlors. Right. That's like a gold mining town type shit. Yeah. You know, like we might have been mining right handers at Pleasure Point, but mm-hmm. there was definitely like that vibe here on Forty First Avenue. Did you did you see any, any people that you know the names of people that strolled in there and? Uh, Absolutely. 
<laughs> and not only that, people would come into my place and say, this used to be the hurry back in. I'm like, no, no the hurry no. back in was two doors down. Right. You know, and they're like, oh, well, I used to come here and get a massage. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, old timers. Like, you know, this is like 20 years ago. And they were like in their 80s at the time. And uh, I used to come here, you know, I used to go to hurry back in and get a drink and come over here and get a massage. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> the hurry back in is the yeah. only bar yeah. that you get on your bar stool, you yeah. could pee. Yeah. Wow. They, yeah. They had a trough? Nope. Could, no, no yeah, trough. You pee on the floor. It wasn't old school. No. You could pee on the floor. You it's pee right there. It smelled like piss in there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, well, it did. Because Volkswagen Scotty, and I'm going way back now in Pleasure Point history, Volkswagen Scotty, I grew up driving Volkswagens, and there was a Volkswagen mechanic that would be there all day long in the bar. Not the old Volkswagen. Nope, nope. Slept in his van in the back lot. And if you needed an old air-cooled Volkswagen repaired, Volkswagen Scotty was your guy. So... Whenever I needed help, I would wander over and track Scotty down. I'd have to have a beer first. Do you have Volkswagen? Oh, I had Volkswagens all growing up. Oh, you did? Yeah, I've had like 50 Volkswagens. So did he set up shop over there? He did. In the backyard? He used to sleep on the pool table at night for a long time. And what's crazy is they had great softball teams. They did? Yeah, they had great softball teams. Um, They were a great close group of friends. And uh, they contributed to all the... Like benefits and social needs of the community. So, props to hurry back in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Props to him. Yeah. Props on. to you Good for knowing. You. Props to you for having, knowing the history. Yeah, well, because I I watched. You know, he's that. not telling us something. Yeah, no, he's maybe shit it, out. It's, it's like you can little nuggets of gold. You see that? You see, you see every right? time you, you see, see that, that face right there? I do. Right I know there. that face I, right there. Yeah. Now you you've been married at least for thirty years. Yeah. I've been married to him for fucking ten years. Love it. Um. You were telling me earlier that you um, have a ski background. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And uh, we're a snow dude back I was in the day. A, yeah, d- dual planker. Yeah. Dual planker. But yeah. was there a surf time in your life? Too? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, actually, uh, it was great. So I went to Cal Poly, so that's where I went. And then I always loved, you know, I, I grew up coming over here in the 70s and 80s. Because I lived over in like Menlo Park area way before the Silicon Valley was the Silicon Valley. And I, I, I learned to, 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 to boogie board. But when I went to Cal Poly back in uh, like it was late 80s, and, and and I met a guy who, who was roommates with my girlfriend at the time. Best thing that ever came out of that girlfriend relationship. And he's st- still one of my closest friends today. And he taught me to surf. And that, that guy took me from, he probably uh, accelerated my ability within six months by, by, by five years, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, t- he taught me how to get up, taught me how to do cutbacks, taught me how to, where I wanted to be in the wave to, to ride a, a barrel and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it, Chris Ramirez, great guy. Love him. He lives down and still lives down. He still lives down in Tascadero area. But uh, yeah, he was uh, he was, he was still one of my closest friends ever. And so I really got into surfing then. I mean, and uh, to a point where you know my grades suffered, but never had a bad surf day. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people like you. Yeah, yeah. same thing, right? Here. Common story. Well, you right? You had the, you that same thing to you. Well, I mean, I was I went to Cabrillo for seven years. Why? Because it's a school that overlooks the ocean. Hey, yeah, seven. You know? Yeah, nobody, nobody's in, that might be the. I might, I might oh, be I went to Cal Poly for five years. My dad finally said, "Hey, I'm kind of done paying for this. Are you gonna get a degree <laughs> soon?" I'm like, "Well, that could be the Cabrillo a degree, degree in what? That could be the Cabrillo left or right." Record? I yeah. had my own parking spot. <laughs> I swear to God, I had my own parking spot at Cabrillo <laughs> that no one knew about, and I could park there every day. I knew it. I had my spot. Um, but it overlooked the ocean, so don't ever build a college that overlooks the surf. Because that's just, I would sit there and see lines coming in the bay, and I'd be like, oh, my God. Because you go back to school in September, October, yeah. 
Best surf. Oh. Like, I'd get a W by November. Yeah. Like, full withdrawal. Too many new West Wells. Yeah. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah. I, I, it, it was my, my, my father, you know, rest his soul. He, one time he, he got my report card and he goes, hey, John, I've, I've never seen a report card with an I, W, C, and U. <laughs> WCU. Yeah, withdrawal, unauthorized withdrawal. <laughs> I got a C. Yeah, I got a C. <laughs> he goes, I'm not even sure of these other letters. Oh my well, God. That was a bad quarter. Uh, but it was a really good winner. Guy yeah. and I got some great rights out of Hazards and uh, we went to Left Spot out there and, and Amor Bay of the Rock when the big ones came in and, and then went to Shell Beach. And I mean, that, that, that's where I learned that. That's You're a big guy, time. so you Bring probably time. got okay at that. Because Hazard's a rough spot. Hazard's know, so. rough, man. Yeah. And I, 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 I've gone to the doctors twice from Hazard's and <laughs> got stitches and broke two boards there. And mm-hmm. like, dang, you know, you. you Where's Hazard's at? That Pismo? It's, it's a Montana, it's, Montana, 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 it's a right when mm-hmm. it's big. Mm-hmm. If you don't get past that little finger jetty mm-hmm. um, and you get caught inside, you're in like two feet of reef water and you, you get. You know what my secret out there is? I went left. Yeah, well, I figured that out my third year after two boards and a Stitches. Sit next to everybody who goes right. Yeah. And you're the deepest guy going. Yeah. Left. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I didn't figure that till my third year there. But yeah. That's yeah, really cool. Live and learn. So John, we, we always we always whenever I see you, speak to you, you always talk to me about the politics going on in this town. Yes. Okay. You always you have you have a vested interest in, in the politics going on in this town. I do. So now with all this with all the. Politics going on with like the, the you Super know, Bowl of politics. The Super Bowl with yeah. all, everybody trying to be supervisor is like oh, Santa Cruz City Council supervisor. You know, you know, you know all the players. I, I yeah, I do. Yeah, right. I know what. And you'd yeah. be a great leader, but I know you don't want you don't want the gig. But who are you endorsing, John? Yeah, who are you? I endorse myself. And <laughs> is, myself. is there somebody that you're rooting for? No, I don't. No, I don't because. I've just, I've been fooled, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I'm just, I'm done endorsing people. I'm done doing all of that just because uh, you can sit there and talk to them and I'm not going to mention any names except the second district of uh, uh, Zach Friend's position. You know, when, when you talk to them and they say one thing to your face and, and then they do another thing behind closed doors, it's just, it's disingenuous. And it's like, you know, guys, what are you doing? I mean, I understand you have a political um, you have political expediency to want to get the job done and you want to try and, I don't, I don't know, protect your position. But when it comes down to deceiving the people you're supposed to represent, it, it doesn't do good. It's, it's not good for the community. Is that because of fundraising and donations and money and power? Is, is that what they, they'll step on the little people's for that? Yes. Yes. Corruption, money, uh, power, all of it. You know, the, the, the whole adage, power creates money, money creates corruption, all of it. You know, mm-hmm. All of that comes true. Do you think we have corruption here? Uh, do you? I, I'm asking you. Uh, I think we, uh, short of short of coming up with corruption, I think we have bad influence. Okay. <laughs> uh, because, you know, you, it's, it, it, you don't want to impugn anybody's integrity without giving them the, the opportunity to say, right, right. oh, I, I didn't do that, but... But I've, I've been on the receiving end of, of BS that I've been told one thing, and then behind closed doors, they vote for another thing. Uh, not just once, multiple times in the city, uh, in the city, the city council, as well as the board of supervisors. So it, it is what it is. You keep an eye, you, you keep a close eye on things, don't you? I try to, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you know. You always have, you know, when I see you, you're like, you know, you always, you know, you always uh, mention it, and so I get to tell after 10 years, it's time to have you on the show and talk about it. Well, yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and I, and I think it's important for the people to understand. Like, 
you know, hold your hold your politicians, hold anybody on any level, right? On on, on local, on state, on federal, hold them accountable for their actions, right? right. I mean, it's interesting because we're in an election year right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 all and, and Trump's the four the, the the big forerunner, and you have all the all the all the all the stuff that surrounds him, and then you have Biden and all the stuff that surrounds him. You know, in politics, um, I I have, this is what I've come to learn. It is more important to pay attention to their actions than their words or their character. Because if you can stop and look at any, especially on the, on, on, on the, uh, the federal stage, on, on the grand stage, right? Even the local stage, though. Yeah, even the local work. stage. You can look at any of them and say, oh, their, their character is not great. They may be having this, they may be having that. But what, is, what did they promise the people and did they follow through? And that, to me, is more important than their, than their private life, right? Yeah. Their, their sordid affairs or this or that. Um, you know, because when, when, you, when you talk about it on that level, you, 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 it only comes down to me. You promised the people this was the policy you were going to do. Did you do it, right? Let me ask you, do you think you're going to be riding a railway sometime in, this, in your lifetime here in Santa Cruz County? A railway? Yeah. No. Why would I run a railway? Or are you saying, will the railway corridor exist? I'm asking you if you, if you, if you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah if, you, if you will be riding a railway in some time in your life. It's political. In my, in my, in my life. In your lifetime. Yeah. No, nor, 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 nor a walking trail, nor a bike. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, there's too much stuff that has to happen. I'd love to see it. And I'd be pleasantly surprised. And I'd be, I'd be happy to be disproved. By of a railway? It. Yeah. But I, but I doubt it. Is because I mean, don't you have to? I mean, it's my understanding that you still have to get the permission of 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 of, of, of the, uh, the the railway station. That, that you know, uh, you know, I can't think of the name of them, but you yeah, know, the, the 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 rail station, the the, the 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 train company that sold yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the track to, to Santa Cruz, they still have to sign off on it. Like Santa Cruz didn't do the due diligence on that, so you, you are they going to sign off on it? No, not without another what five or ten million. I mean, you know, so that's the kind of stuff where. And it's disappointing. Would I like to see it? Sure, I'd love to see it, right? Um, it'd be great to have both, right? It'd be great to have a light rail and, and, and then off to one side a nice trail where people could use, right? If, if you could, you know, do mixed use on that. But, yeah, I mean, to sit there and say, well, it has to be one or the other, it's not going to be neither. Yeah. So, not in my lifetime, in my opinion. As I, I said, say, everyone's complaining I, about kids on electric bikes. Right. <laughs> Put them on the trail. Yeah. You know, if you want to ride an electric bike... Get on the trail. Get on the trail and go. Yeah, and because... The worst thing you can do is damage yourself. And I love it because uh, electric bikes took the heat off skateboarders. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. all it. the bad humans now... Now, skateboarders oh, ride bikes. ...all electric bikes. Skateboarders yeah. suddenly aren't bad. Yeah, no. Skateboarders no. are cool. They're slow. Yeah, they're yeah. slow. They <laughs> smile. But, but no one's looking the fact that the skateboard's on the back of the electric bike right now. Shh. <laughs> well, what's funny is uh, this great quick story. A friend of mine um, has junior high age kids. Oh, yeah. And uh, they skateboard. And he swooped them up and he took them down to Seaside to go to the skateboard park. Junior high kids. Well, a couple of the junior high kids' friends were like, we're going to meet you there. We're talking like 12 year old kids. Rode their electric bikes All the way to, down seaside. to Seaside. No. Yes. yes. They had that kind and of thing. Yeah, and met them at the skate park. They must have had some backup batteries on board. Well, if you think about it, nowadays, you know, it's 30 mile range. A lot of those bikes sometimes more. Oh, especially you know? when you're young, right? Because yeah, you've got right. the weight. It's and weight. And, it's and, weight. They're, and they're pedaling, yeah, too. Yeah, good you know? point. So, Great point. Yeah, so they, they literally, and they were on the highway at Moss Landing. And they have a, they have a nice trail once you get past. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, they got to go through Moss. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. actually got on Highway 1. 
But I was like, oh my God, like that, my wife wouldn't even let my 12 year olds like peek over the fence, you know? Like it's crazy what's going on right now with these electric bikes. Yeah. No, so it's a cool. trail would be a great idea. I actually live on the train tracks. I, I think the train I have a dream oh. of a roll up door on my fence. So do you think we'll have a trail in your lifetime? No, I think that there's the sides are going to piss on each other forever. Mm -hmm. The train people and the trail people are going to fight each other, and we're just going to have weeds and uh, homeless people living out there. Okay, I got one question for you. Very, very important. Oh I've been God. asking all my all these pe all my political people this question. I'm asking you this question. Please tell me your favorite Marianne's ice cream flavor. My, fa I mean, ten twenty, I guess. Uh, What's yours, Neil? Heaven. Heaven? Heaven. Dude. But I like... I, 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 yeah, it's so good. I do like or, Oregon Marionberry. That's really good, too. Oregon Marionberry? Oh, you can't so get Marionberry in California. you no, got yeah. you got to go up to Oregon to even get Marionberry. Yeah. You have Oregon Marionberry? You have that here? Nope. Wilmot yeah, Valley. You got to go Oregon Marionberry. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it's like a blue and black combined, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a weird... No, it's a... No, it's a... It's a purple... It, it's, yeah, it's a... Yeah. And then but, pies they make out of. Oh yeah! Oh, oh Marionberry oh, pies. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it was Oregon that that that, that, that um, you know engineered the. the you know, Marion it's a Berry funny. It's a funny question. How many? I've asked a question to like so far like probably thirty people. And everybody has a different flavor. What's yours again? Heaven. Heaven. No one's ever said heaven except me. But people say ten twenty. Yeah. But, but you haven't been doing that much lately, huh? I, the, the yeah, I've been doing it. No, 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 no. Oh, I've been have? doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's, you, you're not a lot from somebody like, <laughs> green tea? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, green tea? No, I, no, yeah. Right? That's, that's something. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. That's a, that's interesting. Can we, can we uh, circle back We're to the Chill back. Out Cafe? Sure. Mm -hmm. Were they roll of fatties right here in Pleasure Point? That's 20. Right. Were they? Roll of fatties. But how many years? 20 plus years? Well, yeah, 97 to 2023 or two. Yeah, so 22 years? Yeah. Um. What was your favorite item? Oh, uh, chill out. Everybody asked me that. What's the favorite? I yeah. said, I, 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 I never gave them my answer, and I'll tell you why. Because it just depends on what you wanted, like what you were in the mood for. Right. And, and so for me, like I love to cook. So I, 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 I've eaten every single one of the burritos, and they're all delicious. I would go off menu. I'd go back there and I'd look at my line and I'd say, what do I feel like today? And sometimes it'd be a mixture between three and seven or five and six or seven and nine. It doesn't matter. See, so, when you're the owner, you can do whatever you eat. That's right. When you're the owner, I go back there and I throw it on and I said, this is what I like today, right? But, you know, what was our number one seller? Number three, bacon avocado. Of course. 100%. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't even close. You know, it was like I, I would do 700 to 1,000 of those a month. We would open the doors here and we would go from smelling like Skateboards to bacon. But you know, it's sad. It's sad. Chillout's closed. Cliff Cafe's closed. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 as, as much as we see Pleasure Point in the future, Pleasure Point, it's the, the history of Pleasure Point is not being saved that well. I know. That's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And know? by the way, that is on the county. Is on the board. So of course. Yeah. I mean, look what yeah. they did to me. I mean, I, I said, you, what, want, what, you what, want to shut down something iconic. That's what on made you, not me. What made you, because I know you, I know at the end you were like stressed out because of people, employees and you couldn't get employees. But what made you close it? Um, I did it for almost 20 years and I, yeah. I had other things in my life I wanted to do. My daughter went to college and my wife and I wanted to travel and we had two other businesses and blah, blah, what blah. What did this say? She said, good, good on you, sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. No, she supported me. My wife's, I've been with her for 30 she's, years. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's freaking awesome. She's been supporting me. I'll tell you this, though. This is an interesting fact. I, in the heyday, uh, went between 17 and 20,000 eggs a month. 
17,000 eggs a month. A month. Yeah. I'd go between 12 and 17 cases of bacon a month. There, a case is 15 pounds of bacon. Did, did it, who, who did it to you? Costco did it to you? Uh, no, local. I did. Yeah. Uh, Better Brands, yeah. Yeah, wow. I had a great, great relationship with the owner. 20,000 eggs a month. So, no, well, uh, eggs, were, eggs were long. Uh, every oh, one of my suppliers mm -hmm. was local. Yeah, I, 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 you yeah. Know, Hey, support local. Mm -hmm. You yeah. have to do that. Absolutely. Because that, that, that's where I was. So I've been doing business with Glom since 2003. And, uh, and, and yeah, it was fifteen to 17,000 eggs a month easy. My that, kids went to uh, school with their kids. Oh, yeah. And so we would get eggs. And they, they Glom makes great. Their egg product is outstanding. Yeah. 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 Oh. Have you ever gone to their, 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 their outfit and, been and put there. the money in and have the little, yeah. little, yeah. little chicken dance? Yeah, ding, ding, ding. That's really cool. kick out a dozen eggs or whatever. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, do you miss it? Do because you, you know we've been it's been what, I, about I, a year now maybe I, almost. Uh, October of twenty, uh, November, uh, end of October twenty twenty two. So everybody, I get that asked question a lot. Here's what I miss, and I I, I miss shift. I miss shift. I miss getting up at because I get up early anyway. I get up at five fifteen. I'm in that restaurant at 6 a.m. I'm open by 7. I used to be open at 6.30, but after COVID, it was the people, 7. The community came in. And yeah. all my friends would come in. The community would come in. The surfers right. would come in. Everybody come in, get their coffee, get their burritos, so forth and so on. I knew everybody. Right. That's what I loved. Yeah. I, right. I, 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 I ceased loving the administrative aspect and the adult babysitting aspect. I'm sure you can understand oh, yeah. that aspect mm -hmm. of it. I ceased enjoying that at about 2015 or 16. And in retrospect, if I thought about it, I probably should have got out then. Yeah. But um, but I just love shift. I mean, just being down right. here early morning, right. watch, especially on a big surf day. It was there's nothing like it, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. everybody, every, every, it's just energized. I mean, uh, that part of it. Well, you were the official after surf stop for because a long they time. rolled the fatties. That's you right. know, and then currently, you know, we had changes. I'm sure Verb didn't help your business. You know, bless her heart, they were nice young guys who moved in here. But yeah. you know what, the things changed in the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like it, it did affect you. I, I will say that one of the things that I really enjoyed about Chill Out is that uh, you sold juice in a cup. Yes. You know, like, so it, was, it reminded me of how my mom and dad bought juice. Yeah. You know, I, it, like there was some whole perfect, like, family business style to the Chill Out that you just don't find out. Yeah, yes, you should say that. You're not the first person who said that. And like the the OJ I got was always organic, so it was always just really good. Now I'd, <laughs> I'd put it in the cups, it put in a 16 ounce cup. Oh, that was the other thing. Like, yeah, who who would sell a 16 ounce cup of OJ for 350? Well, Nobody. You, you I get, loved it. You get a 10 ounce for 375 right. if you went to right. a restaurant, right. Mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, no. Not and that was part of, that was part of of my philosophy always was, and, and I'll say this to any business owner going forward: it really doesn't matter um, what you do. As long as you provide a good product and you provide good quantities, and that's been the problem since since inflation has hit, Lacey. Yeah. You see portion controls being shrunk and prices either they're, because they're trying to sustain that price without having to rise it, raise it, right? But but they have to raise it, and then they do a combo of, of portion control and they shrink it. And you're like, Ugh. and that's a tough thing to swallow from a restaurant owner. I would people will pay. They, they don't care. They'll pay 15 to 20 bucks uh, as long as they have a, a huge glass of OJ and they, they are not coming back when I need to buy something else right. to drink. I think you get a lot of people over the hill. And a big burrito. You get, also, you get a lot of people from over the hill that could afford the prices. I mean, I got. I told you the other day, I got a cup of coffee 
don't mention the shop yeah. over here. Yeah. Cup of coffee and avocado toast. And you know, I put down my like ten bucks. The guy was like, uh uh-uh, uh, keep coming. Yeah. It was fifteen dollars. Well, you know, we, TC. So like, I get it. But people could afford that. Yeah, you know? it's 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 not a it's it's not about it's not a, it, it, you have to have quality, but but it's okay to charge more for quantity. Just give them what they want. I I would rather you told me you you, you spent twelve bucks. I'd rather charge you seventeen yeah. and have you going away not wondering right. why am I spending ten bucks twelve bucks on an avocado toast and a cup of coffee. Yeah, when I have a we roll the fatties. We roll the fatties. Uh, Sixteen ounce organic OJ you know, yeah. for for for, for uh, and I think if I said that was about twelve, uh, that was and sixteen, just under seventeen bucks. But guess what? You could split that fatty with somebody. You had two meals if you wanted yep. it, or if you just got out of the water, you were grubbing it. You, and you were grubbing sucking, it. You were sucking your OJ down, yeah. and you didn't need to go back for anything else. You and that's grubbing. that was my philosophy. But did you say twenty-two thousand eggs a month? Is that what I heard? 17, seventeen to seventeen to twenty. Seventeen to twenty thousand eggs a month. Yeah, seventeen in the winter, twenty in the summer. So, wow. so you're now the new supervisor in Aptos. Okay, that's your cup of tea down there. That's your area down there. I like Aptos. Three, I love Aptos. Okay, top three things that you 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 would. Uh, want to go change or accomplish? Oh, that's that's a great question. I'm not sure I could do that one on the spot. Um, I, mean, I, I, would, I, would, I would I would say there are so many uh, <clears throat> uh, the, uh, when you get into the kind of the, the little bit of rural areas of Aptos, the road conditions are horrible. horrible. Isn't that just Santa Cruz yeah. in general? Very so I would just say, you know, hey guys, we pay our taxes for you to freaking fix the roads. Do your job. And don't come back to us and say we need more taxes. Take the money we gave you uh, and, and fix the freaking roads, right? That's that that that's number one. Number two, um, more more business, a little bit more business friendly. But but again, that's not just Aptos. That's Santa Cruz. Like, why should why should you have three years worth of delays and add another one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars? To trying to open a new business. Do you know how hard it is to open a new business? It's freaking crazy. Town? It's I'm opening one on the corner. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> Three the, years later, we're yeah, not open. Yeah, and the yeah the crap you have to go through, and and it's just like, uh, come on, you know, it, it, come on, city of Santa Cruz, county of Santa Cruz, make it a little easier on us, right? I mean, that's what I'm saying, you know, because um, it, it's just it's just crazy, and and. So that, that that would be number two. Yeah, you, you asked me for three. I I, I mean I don't, I don't know. Well, okay. I mean, if I'm going to be um, selfish on this one, you know, I, I I do vacation property management, and 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 the county and the city has been horrific on keeping their words, and doing what they say they're going to do. When you're dealing with people's property rights, do not say, oh, uh, I can circumvent that and I can do what I want. You know, no, we. The, the property the property owners have have rights, right? Yeah. If they want to turn their house into a vacation rental, as long as they're doing it reasonably and responsibly, yeah. then fine. They should be able to have a permit and do it. If they violate that, if it turns into some Airbnb nightmare, which yeah. we've all heard those stories about, then shut them down, pull their permit, but give them a chance, and don't just don't just automatically say, oh, I'm I'm, I'm pulling your property rights. And that doesn't just have to do with short term rentals. That's do period. Do not infringe upon people's property rights if they want to do something. They want to rebuild the existing deck. Don't sit there and say, "Well, I need fifteen thousand dollars for a permit." You don't need it. You want it because you, you you have to pay your people. Why? Because you're the second largest planning department behind LA County. Oh, well, why am I the second largest planning department behind LA County? Second I mean, largest? Yeah, really? yeah. Wow. 
It's, in this and also, County, and John, I may be wrong, but I think possibly the slowest in California. Uh, they might. I think. Well, I think they actually I, take the cake. I, 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 I believe you on that. I, I think I they are literally the slowest in right. the state of California with the average permit issued. Yeah. So, why? I don't know. It's a. It's. It's a great question. So Why, I, guys? I have a great permit story really quick just to fulfill this one. I replaced a window in the front of my house. It fogged up. I had a two-pane one. Oh, yeah. And it fogged up. So I went to Home Depot, and I got a window. I'm handy. Pulled the trim off. Got the window. County guy rolls up. Red tagged me. <laughs> For a window replacement. I was replacing the window. No modifications. No. Existing, existing. Yeah, exist. Yeah. I got red tagged. My $150 window... My fine was nine hundred dollars. See, so if you if if you you should do it at night, TC. There you have it. Yeah, Sunday. That that that, <laughs> that, 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 that that is politics out of control, right? I mean, they don't get it, mm -hmm. right? They they they. You want to know the best part? <laughs> I'm trying to remodel my kitchen right now. I went down to the county, and they're like, "Hey, you got this red tag from 14 years ago that you never got signed off." So guess who has to pay another penalty? Right. Plus you, I paid nine hundred and got my permit, but I guess I didn't have the inspector come out and look at, look at my window. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now I have to plus interest and who knows. Good job. Didn't know about the scape, the the uh, half pipe in the backyard. Exactly. <laughs> Google Earth. It's on Google, Google Earth. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> There's no half pipe in the backyard. John. So uh, it, thank you. What are you going to say? You want to say some more? No, I love you. No, go, go. we love you too, my yeah, friend. Yeah, no, we love you. Oh, it's just been, it's Gentlemen, been I want to give you props for being our longest sponsor on the Off Lift Radio Show. Thank I want to give you props for uh, being the owner and uh, uh, the, 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 the dude that kept the Chill Out Cafe for over 20 years here in Pleasure Point. An institution. And how many burritos? Do you, do you even have a thought? No. You have no idea. Hundreds no. of thousands of burritos. Yes. After pumping Pleasure Point sessions, yes. you filled the bellies of people who had the best day of their life. I And generations. I had, yes. I had fathers and mothers come in and say, I used to go here when I was in high school, and then I had to stop coming in college because after college because they're so big, and I, I, was, I had to watch what I was doing, but I started bringing my kids. Yeah. You know? And, and it's so great. I still got to mention that her name is Sarah from England. I oh, yeah. She, the bike she sat there. The bike rider. She sat there, and she opened up the... I sat opposite her. She opened up the burrito. I gotta have a private moment. Yeah, that was that was, that was, that was amazing. She looked at. It. But I'll, I'll give you one example too of, of another local, right? Ted Donnelly. I'm sure you guys oh, are here. Yeah, Ted, yeah, of course, yeah. that's on my street. Yeah. So 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 Olivia and and uh, I'm trying to think of his other daughter right now. I can't think of it. But anyway, um, uh, God, I had yeah, two daughters. Yeah, he did. And I can't think. You know, uh, Ted and Lisa, Olivia, and boom, done. Dang it. Anyway. You know, uh, Ted would bring his two girls in there when they were super young, and him and Lisa would come in and get chives, and they'd get their little hot chocolates. And then here we are, a generation later, and Olivia worked for me for like two years. Yeah. So, so that that's the kind of you know, uh, camaraderie and, yeah. and, and 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 the whole yeah. the whole community. Miss thing. it? You it was just so great. Do you, what do, you, do you miss it, or do you not miss it because of the headache that it became? As I said, uh, I I I love shift. Um, and you know that I, I, you know this hundred uh, percent. I, I told this to I, I've, I've been asked to give speeches. I even gave one here to entrepreneurs a long time ago. And and I say this: when I first started, um, our silent partners mm -hmm. were probably about twenty five, twenty three to twenty five percent of our work week. That's what it was, right? 
you know, as, as a percentage. I would guess, and I'm guessing now, it's probably about 35 to 37% of your work week is, is, is dedicated to making sure your silent partners are taken care of. Yeah. Right? Your federal government, your state mm-hmm. government, your no, local government, your, your, mm-hmm. your, your BOE, your EDD, all the stupid regulations that Governor Newsom has put in place, excuse me, Governor Newsom, has put in place that's caused us to say, oh, you have to file this, you have to offer this, you have to do this, you have to do this. I mean, I mean, I was just reading the other day, like, so now fast food is going to $20 minimum wage in right. April? Right. What do you think that's going to do to small businesses like us? I mean, it used to be the joke to go work for McDonald's and be a and, and jack-in-the-box. That, that, that's not going to be the joke anymore no. because that's what it's going to be. And what's that going to do? It's going to force... Small business owners like you and everybody mm-hmm. else have to say, well, now I have to match that. Even though it's supposed to be $16 an hour, you don't have to match that. Otherwise, they're just going to go, I'm going to go work a jack-in-the-box. Yeah. Why? I mean... You didn't pay 20 bucks an hour. It's just, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And by the way, the whole argument that minimum wage is supposed to be a living wage, is it doesn't make it... That never made sense either uh, to me. Right. Um, and, and as a small business owner, it's, yeah. it's, it's just crushing. I mean, when your payroll gets up, uh, up over a certain percentage of your total gross revenue... Yeah. It, it it becomes it becomes unsustainable. Yeah. I live your I live what you're just talking about. Everything you just mentioned, I I mean I literally spend most of my time taking care of stuff that government is asking me. Are about. you are you about thirty five percent of your time? Absolutely. Or, and, uh, and on top of that, I literally have about thirty young people who work for me, and just regulating their cell phones is about ten percent of my time. Right. You know, it's incredible. Yeah. And the hardest thing about being a small business owner is parents used to mentor their kids a work ethic. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. No. I have to teach their kids how to work now. Right. And and it's a really sad thing in life. Because my dad taught me a work ethic. He he would bust my ass on how I would weed or paint. Or do take out the trash. Well, first of all, parents don't do that anymore. First of all, he had you out there weeding. He right. had you out there painting. Yes. Had you, nowadays, nowadays the kids are like, they're, they're, the parents' biggest effort is to, to minimize their screen time. You're like, wait a minute. That's a whole it's parenting. It's another show. Parenting I mean, I'm, I'm the boss, and sometimes I'll ask a kid to like take the trash out, and they'll question me. Oh, dude. Yeah. So, 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 so here's what we did, and 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 I didn't, I didn't come up with this. Uh, 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 my, my father, very smart man, said to me because I, I was talking to him. I got I got an allowance. And I had chores at home, and and uh, and he said, John, there's no reason for you not to be able to make two lessons out of this. He says the allowance you're given is so that you 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 begin to understand financial responsibility and how to manage money. The chores you are given is because you're part of a family unit. You will mow the lawn, you will clean the pool, and you will take the garbage out because you're part of this family. Uh, what I do as part of the family, I put this roof over it, I put the food on it, and I make sure that you have clothes on you and your baseball mitt and whatever you need to do so you can go do your thing. But you're part of a family right. unit. And, and and so we did that with our daughter. I told her, hey, I'll give you your $5 allowance every and then went up, blah, blah, blah. But you do the dishes three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you take the garbage down yep. every week yep. because you're part of a family. You're part of a unit. Mm. And so I got two lessons out of that. And, you know, I love my daughter. She's great. Yeah. Um, and so, but but not, you're right. So few parents have lost that skill, not transferred that skill, not learned that skill, whatever it is, that, that, that the, the generation coming up is a little little lost. It's tough, too. And I get it. It's, it's hard to raise a family here. Both parents have to work. The kids run free. Um, basically, they have a, a when the streetlights come on, come home mentality nowadays. And it's hard. And, uh, and, and when kids want stuff, the family's struggling to pay their rent, so the kids have to go to work. 
and I have to teach them wh what it takes to hold a job. Yeah. And it's sad because I would say 50, maybe you know this, I would say 50% of kids that I hire, 50% know how to work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's actually good, TC. I, I would say, I would say that's actually good because, um, because all you're having to do is pick up the slack on the other 50. And I'll tell you, it's, it's not something we thought we were signing up for as small mm -hmm. business owners. Right. It's something we embraced. Right. And it's something exactly. we said, okay, we're going to take it on. Love One it. more time. Yeah. Out of respect. Mm -hmm. Chill out cafe where they roll up the fatties. <laughs> you know what? I just want to say this is a great show to uh, congratulate you on an awesome run. Yep. Um, Beach Nest, by the way. Beach Nest Vacation Rentals. You We're down there by the harbor. We manage about 55 vacation rentals. We do long term. We do short term. We're great. We have a great community around here. I want to give a shout out to my good friends at uh, Surf City, Jody and Hallie. They do a great job. Kennel Potter. They do a great job. Uh, Bailey's, you know. Uh, they do a great job as well in Cheshire Rio. So those, those anybody are, who wants to come to Santa Cruz and hang out for a week with your family, you can go to, go beachnest. to beachnest.com and book direct. You yeah, can book you, everything online and you can come on the beach. I mean, here it's, it's very simple. The name of our company is beach nest vacation rentals. We are at beach plaza. Um, uh, uh our, our, our locations at beach plaza. And what do we do? We rent beachfront properties. And uh, can you deliver big fat burritos? No. I wish I could, but if I ever do, you know that I will roll the fatties. Neil, one more time. Where does Chill Out Cafe Wendy do over there? We roll the fatties! Coming back Thank you for uh, again, again congrats! What a great run down there, um, Neil. What's coming up next? We know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Okay, yeah. but big Lots shout shows coming. The show's coming. Jimmy Panetta's coming on. Yeah, a bunch of politicians coming on. It's, well, it's, uh, Jake Nielsen coming on. Birthday. My birthday, my birthday show. Love that. We got a lot of shit going on. Good stuff. You're good uh, stuff. Everybody that tuned in tonight. Thank you for being a part of the Off Radio Show from the Beatport Number 889. Gordon. We think it's 889. Yeah. It could be more. Could be, um, could be 890. John, again, thanks for being here tonight. Thank you for having you're me. You guys are awesome. Friend, Appreciate it, TC. We love you, show. Thank you. We love you thank so you. much. So thank you. You are our number one sponsor. Yeah. Love that. Okay, good night, everybody. We'll see you next time right here, Neil, on the Off the Lip Radio Show where they roll the, the fatties. fatties.